we have a lot of roster moves to get ready for today. So can you just walk us through what you did earlier today? We'll be out there and all of that. <laughs> no, I mean, I've never been through a roster development that we went through the last couple of days. So, I mean, we're currently at 77. Uh, you know, as far as players available, you know, we have the six IR DTRs. Um, so, you know, um, I don't know exactly what you, who you specifically want to talk about. Off the COVID list today. Yeah, look, they'll, they'll come off. The, the ITR went over last night, actually. Yeah. So. All right, you got Josh Ball, um, Lake Turner. Um, let's get again. McEwen's DTR, yeah. Gallimore. Thank you. Just one more. Kelvin Joseph, too. Yeah, Kelvin Joseph's at IR DTR. I just came from third down pressure meeting. I'm sorry. I'm, 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 Bernard. Francis Bernard. Bernard. Bernard, thank you. There you go. And then covered the three guys plus the deep stopper coming back, punter coming back, and oh, yeah. fullback. I mean, yeah, the punter will be coming back probably in 48 hours. Okay. But so. deep snapper's back now. Correct. Yeah. And the fullback, I mean, the running back is Clemens is on the roster now. Absolutely. Clemens and Bunning. Can you talk a little bit about what intrigued you about Will Greer and uh, with the three quarterbacks on the action and bringing Danucci back, is that just an acknowledgement of where you are and COVID protocol and how something can wipe you out in a week? Well, I mean, I, I think like anything, I, I think Will McClay and, and their staff do an excellent job. You know, as as you go through training camp, you know, they're, you're really, you know, they're, they're grading tape and they're, they're they're weighing against the rest of the you know potential prospects around the league. I mean, that's I think it's pretty universal. So, you know. Um, I'm, I'm kind of screwed up on what day it is here. So today's Thursday. So I guess it would have been Tuesday night. Um, so when that, you know, that whole process of when they come across the wire, staying up throughout the night, and then they had everything ready for us as coaches when we came in. So uh, just going through that process of looking, you know, each position that we felt that we, we needed to potentially look at, um, you know, then going through the quarterback position. You know, it was Will we felt was the best best prospect out there. Um, Obviously, remember when he came out of West Virginia. You know, Doug actually coached him in Florida. You know, for a year, uh, Doug Nussmeyer. So I had a chance to study him when he was in Carolina two years ago. So we, we you know, felt like through the personnel department and the coaching staff, we felt like we had really good information on him, and we thought he'd be a great fit for us. Y'all moved uh, Chauncey Goldston off the pub. Can you just yeah. sort of update where he is and what your game plan is for? Well, I, I don't have the exact timeline, but it, it was obviously it, it's it's sooner than later. You know, it was the decision not not to you know keep him on pup for the six weeks. So, um, is exactly when he'll be into the full you know the the full flow of practice. It'll probably be a couple more weeks. You know, but uh, he's getting close, getting better. So, we obviously felt that he was uh, you know better off you know coming on to the to 53 as opposed to being on the pup. Is uh, Dan Quinn back today? Yes, Dan's been back since Monday. You still have Connor. I'm sorry, you still have Connor and Noel on the COVID list. Is that yeah, they're they're still on the COVID list. Just talk about. I apologize. I should have reviewed this before he came in there. I didn't realize we were going to go through all this. I mean, it's been it's been a it's, you know a lot of back and forth the last 48 hours. Just talk about the excitement of today with those guys back and, and getting ready to. 
I mean, it's extremely exciting. I, you know, I, I think this is, you know, this is the kickoff to the regular season. I, you know, I think really, you know, sharing what we talked about in the team meeting this morning. You know, you start a training camp roster, really an off-season roster. You're working towards 90, and, and then you go through training camp and, and, and have a team meeting today where you have 77 players still in-house. You know, four of them were new, so 73 of the 90-man roster still part of your operation. I think it speaks volumes about the commitment from the organization to define as many means as possible to keep these guys here. Because, you know, in, in my own personal experience, uh, you know, when when we hoisted the, the Super Bowl trophy and passed out the rings, there were 77 players that it took to win that championship. So I think the irony and, and the reality of the game of football, plus you had the 17th game. I mean, it's it takes a lot of players to to be successful in this league, and and I'm thrilled to, that we have our guys. You know, we have we have the majority of our guys that we've been with. You know, we have you know second year guys you know ready to make that leap. You know, we have an excellent rookie class, so have a strong strong contingency of veterans. Uh, I really like the mix of our roster. 43 percent of our roster is new from last year. I think that speaks volumes of the direction we're going. So uh, I think we have a lot of growth and development in front of us. Uh, we obviously have to pull it together uh, quickly, have a great week of preparation to, to go get this win in Tampa. Did you guys see the and Dak having practice together in a while? How do they, how, what do you do to get them kind of going? Or do you think that's an issue at all? Well, it's, I mean, everything you can. Uh, so, I mean, it's within the, the realm of a practice structure. You know, if there's extra throwing and so forth, uh, you know, we're, you know, we're in a game plan mode. Uh, you know, we're we put in normal D and D and third down today. This would be like an in season Wednesday. So, you know, we we we're we're in a game plan scheme specific as far as our operation. You know, but I think anytime you have a chance to compete, which we'll do when we get into the next um, to Sunday Monday phase of the week of preparation, we'll get, maybe have a couple competitive periods or at least one each day because uh, I, I do want to get that going to answer your question. So I think it'll definitely help guys that haven't had some reps here of late. Did you guys have any interest in adding Cam Newton? And if not, why not? I mean, you know, just sit here and talk about any of the players on our roster. I don't think there's really anything that's uh, beneficial that comes out of that for us. But uh, Cam's I had a chance to compete against Cam, um, you know, a chance to watch you know, some of his tape in, in New England. So um, I still think he has a, a ton, of, ton of football left. But, you know, we're, we're, we're very excited about the group that we have. CD, Kazi. Their conditioning, you know, being out. Can we talk about what they did and, and what kind of shape they're in? Yeah, I mean, I, I just think every one of them was, was specific to how you know how they were dealing with their time off. So uh, there was some personal conditioning that went on the last couple of days. So that that was great to see. CDs has been in, you know, seeing the trainers and so forth. So uh, we feel like we're on top of that, and you know, th these guys are in tune with what they need to do. And uh, we understand the game we're getting ready to get into here. And you know nobody knows their body better than they do. So uh, we're on top of it. Are you more and more accepting that you coached last time in 2019 or 18, that now that things are different, that it will never go back to the way it was when you were coaching last season in bad, you know? I hope you're wrong. I mean, that's a great question. I, I, I clearly understand why you're asking. Um, you know, change has always been part of the National Football League. I think if you just look at the roster development and how it all came together here the last two days and instilled the fluency of what we're dealing with here in the next, you know, 24, 24 hours, I think it, it clearly 
is an illustration of change. Change is constant in, in this league, uh, but you can't you know deny that the pandemic and the stressors of COVID protocols and all the other things that surround our our games surround our society is is definitely enhanced, and it, there's more change that we're dealing with. So, um, but yes, it's it's different. Uh, we're all going through it, and, and it's frankly, it's I think as a as a leader uh, of a football operations and how you structure things. You got you got to anticipate more, and you just got to be ready to move your feet and have have guys ready because it's uh, it seems to continue to be a moving target and a challenge. Looks like a, a couple of guys in your rookie class are going to step in and start for you right away. Can you talk about the rookie class overall? Just what you expect to get immediately, and if you what you've seen from some other guys, are they positioned to? to work in and help you sooner rather than later this year? I mean, the biggest thing for a rookie class is to contribute, and, you know, regardless if it's offense, defense, or special teams, you know, and, you know, as you as you project uh, coming out of the roster development, and now you have to get into a weekly weekly planning of, you know, who the 48, you know, players are going to be. So, um, and not only if they're not a part of that initial 48, and it, even as far as going down to the practice squads, because I had a very similar conversation with each and every one of them. You know, their expectation is to prepare and grow each week because there's going to be a time throughout the season that they're going to be called upon. You know, maybe November, maybe December. And as we all know, those are those are the biggest games of the year. So uh, we we just got to make sure everybody's doing everything they need to do. You know, extra. Um, Put the extra time in to make sure they're ready each and every week because the whole team's got to grow. I mean, that's that's the only way you're able to win successfully and win can, with consistency in this league. Uh, Clemens' background in special teams, how big of a part of that was adding him? In I mean, it, yeah, definitely it's part of it. I mean, it's you know you look at the third the third running back on your active you know game day roster. I mean, that's that's important. You know, you look at Rico last year, how he evolved. You know, is is a great comparable. But yeah, it's it's definitely part of it. How, with Greer and having to pick up this offense, you know, as you get going here, how quarterback friendly or how? I know it's not easy, but how do you guys kind of speed up a process with it? Well, I mean, frankly, we broke them out individually. Um, you know, uh, Kellen ran the quarterback meeting, and, and Doug took Will, you know, in a one-on-one -on -one session today because obviously he just got in. So we'll do the best we can. I mean, there's the, the biggest, the biggest challenge is always the language. You know, it's you know, mastering the language is. Is is what you have to get to. You know, is where you got to get to. I mean, you know, they, you know, defense still lines up with eleven. You know, we're going to put eleven out there too. So I mean, that, you know, how you handle certain protection adjustments, really, what the call is. Um, a lot of it is language and starting point because you know, there's usually two ways to do things in this league, whether it's run checks or protection checks or how you read a progression. Starting points are important. So I, I think just giving him clarity on that, and then probably the third part of it is. Is the cadence? You know, he needs to get his cadence in line with Dax. You know, just to make sure we have rhythm and the continuity there at the line of scrimmage. So, I mean, that's that to me. That's those are the you know, priorities for Will. What message, what message, if any, does it send to Cooper Rush when you bring in someone like Will? Well, I don't look at it as a message to Cooper. I think it's I think it's just a message to you know trying to continue to be competitive and and, and trying to uh, improve your roster. So. Uh, you know, once again, I, I think any time you add someone from the outside, you know, it, it brings competition, and, and competition is good. Conflict is good. I mean, it's, you know, I, I think you have to have that at the workplace. You know, you want that type of environment. You don't want the climate to continue to compete. We're going to do some more competitive drills. Um, you know, hopefully things stay the same, but if we can stay in a 
regular season regularity, you know, of how we practice each and every week. You know, we'll line up and have a competitive drill on Wednesday, one on Thursday. We're gonna do some we're gonna do some drills with the young players this year that we haven't done I haven't done in probably a decade. So I mean so uh, I think anytime you can add competition, it's a benefit to your to your program. Just have young guy, young guy competition drill. Um, let the cat out of the bag. Just look for it next week in the padded practice. So, some inside scoop. Yeah, oh, that's right. I, th- I thought they were gone. Uh, Mike, with the, I think you're allowed 14 padded practices. Yeah. Does this week count towards that? Do you know? Yeah. Um, you mean this extra here? Yeah, these two days of the. It's a great question. I think you'd have one padded practice, and because we're technically in the bio week, you know, this is technically our bio week before. Um, and then our, our regular week one starts Sunday. Is my understanding. Do you know if Dak, in the three days off, did he have guys up at his backyard field and uh, working guys out or anything on his own? I, I'll let I'm, I'm, I'll let you you know I'll let you save a couple questions for Dak. So, <laughs> so. your your expectations of, of Parsons were obviously high given where you drafted him, but you don't know about guys and what they can absorb until you work with them. Has he impressed you with his ability to be parts of lots of different packages and maybe gave you a little more versatility early than you you were unsure of if you could do? Uh, definitely. I, mean, I think he's absorbed it very well. I mean, the, you know, to play three positions, you know, I, I think at, 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 at a young age, you know, I think he's adjusted very nicely. You know, I, you know, actually Dan and Micah have a one-on-one meeting, you know, um, uh, you know, during the game plan segment of it. So, you know, it's kind of like a quarterback meeting just to – because he does have to go in and out of two different rooms, so I think I think he's he's handled very well. I mean, just as far as going through the installs through practice, you know, he uh, he you know he can see it and go get it. I mean, I think that's obviously his best trait. But um, uh, he's he's been very assignment sound. Lyle, do anything the next two days, or are you going to wait until Sunday to get him going? Well, you know, we're we're waiting. Um, so uh, Jim 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 wants to hold off on. On LC right now, so. CJ Goodwin, uh, same. No, he should be. He should do. He should do a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I won't do anything today. How important to you is, uh, especially during these practices, guys building kind of their own energy? You know, uh, we've seen a little bit of hard knocks. The coaches talking about like we can't be doing this all the time for you. You know, you guys have to be able to build your own energy. It can't be about having music on and things like that. How important is that for, uh, especially in the practice setting? I mean, yeah, it's important. It's important for everybody. I mean, everybody has a responsibility to bring good energy to the workplace. Uh, I think the most important thing is I've always looked for consistency. Uh, I think it's important for people to stay within their personality, uh, consistent, you know, be consistent. I mean, it's, it's, I think if you're up and down every day, you're going to, you know, there's a good chance you're probably going to perform that way. So uh, I think the biggest thing is, to your point, is probably being aware of it because energy is important. Uh, I think we all can get, too technical, uh, too cerebral. Uh, I think there's a time and place for that in, in the in the daily, you know, operation of you know maybe meetings and so forth. But you know, the practice field is the most important thing we do each day. We put a tremendous amount of time and energy into you know how the practice is laid out, the specific drills we're going to do. You know, who's going to get how many reps in each drill. Uh, the, the periods are carded. You know, you can get an exact look for the in the offensive defense. So there's a tremendous amount of time and energy that goes into that. So with that, you want to make sure you get that out of it. So um, to not have energy during practice is probably 
you know, is definitely a recipe for not to go the way you're looking for. So, um, so I think that's definitely important. But also, um, I think it's important to recognize uh, today the regular season starts. You know, our practices will be different than they were leading up to now. You know, I, I know part. I know just for me personally, you know, I'm, I'm in personnel evaluation mode throughout training camp. You know, so and now it's now it's time to win a game. You know, we, we need to get the things right. The drills need to be right. I got to make sure the veteran players are getting enough reps in those in those drills, you know, particularly guys that may not have practiced next to the, this guy, you know, in, in a week and so forth. And so, um, and that's, I, I think that's why coaches, well, I know why, that's why coaches work the hours you do because you want to make sure you're getting these guys a really good script uh, to get ready. So, get ready to win. Any concern about Lyle being available for the game? Um, no, I, I really don't know. I mean, you know, as far as where he is, you know, as, as far as the physical, um, Jim's wants to be cautious right now. So, um, but you know, that could change tomorrow. I mean, it's uh, they haven't given me a you know um, diagnosis as far as you know he's out a week or something like that. So, I think if he doesn't go today and tomorrow, I think it, you know, I, I assume that he probably have an excellent chance going Sunday. As Greg Zerline ramps back up, yeah. uh, as more special teams uh, devoted to field goal, or do you not want to overdo him as he's still? I mean, he has a kicking regiment. I think it's you know it's part of the message today about the veteran players and make sure they get you know the proper drill work. I think feedback when a guy gets up to six, seven, you know, we have nine guys that played seven plus years in this league, so uh, you know you trust their routines and. You know their rep. You know their rep count, and, and exactly. You know, and and John has. You know, Fossil has a long history with with all of our specialists. So no, I I, I trust the regiment. Are you are you pleased with the work that Osa did after Neville went out, and, and how he kind of sees that opportunity? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think just the way he played in the preseason speaks for itself, and you you know you just see the way he's been able to roll in there. You know, throughout you know practice and games. So I um, mean, he's really done an excellent job with his with his opportunities. So no, I think he's done an excellent job. Very happy with Osa. Mike, when you think about how much more of an opportunity the team and you had a chance to be together in the preseason this year than last, how do you think that will translate onto the field in terms of just chemistry communication during the game? You know, uh, last year is so hard to compare. I mean, even even as something as simple as comparing the GPS workload of a practice last year to this year, it's you know, it's uh, it's significantly different. Uh, but yeah, you know, I've said it every time you've asked me this question. We just need time together. We we need more time together. We need to make sure our time together in season and in season work week is extremely efficient. You know, obviously it's going to be detailed. But the efficiency and, the, and it leads to the quality, and we, we just, you know, we we got to establish a little more consistency uh, throughout, you know, our operation, and that that'll happen this week because you know everybody will be practicing together, and um, so I'm looking forward to a great week of preparation. You got a lot of positive feedback from your moonwalk and your shirt. No, I, I didn't realize I moonwalked. <laughs> yeah. That one the moonwalk in the. No. <laughs> no, I haven't got any feedback, so. <laughs> Was it good? Yeah. Shirt was good. Okay, yeah. Nice looking shirt. Bruce Arians told reporters today that his, his team was 100% vaccinated. Where's your team? Uh, close. You know, I'm not. I'm not. 93 a couple weeks ago. Well, 93 a couple weeks ago. I know so. they moved closer. Yeah, I, I know we had some guys on the second shot, and so forth. You know, like referred to as in the pipeline. So, I don't know have the exact number, but we're we're, we're very close. Thank you. Thank you.